Hi, and welcome to a brand new episode of Record Talk Listen. My name is Lydia, and thank you so much for joining me. On today's show, we feature Claire from the Allegheny Farmers Markets, and she's here to talk about the two main markets, the one in Cumberland on Thursday and the one in Frostburg on Friday, and both of those markets start at 9.30 in the morning and they end at 1 p.m. We talk about how many farmers and the things that you can expect to be able to purchase there, as well as uh, a winter's farmers market for those of you who are sad when the summer market ends. Have no fear, the winter market is here to give you all the produce, and we talk a little bit about that. Um, so for more information, there are five total markets. We have direct links on our website so that you can you can get your fresh produce this summer, spring and summer. Um, so go to our website, and that is recordtalklisten.com. We'll have direct links there for you. While you're there, look around. Uh, look for our donate button if you like what you hear. Uh, also subscribe. We highly encourage that. There are... Um, links you can click, badges, if you will, Stitcher, Podcast Republic, Google Play, and iTunes. So there's no excuse why you can't take us with you wherever you go. And a new episode will show up in your account every week. So if you're listening to this and you've never listened to the show before, we have all of our previous episodes archived on our website for you to listen to for free, if that's more of your go-to route. But otherwise, subscribe, and then uh, you'll never miss something. So speaking of not missing anything, you definitely don't want to miss the fresh produce that's going to be available for you this summer. So without further ado, here is Claire from the Allegheny County Farmer's Markets. Claire, thanks for coming on the podcast. Lydia, thank you for having me. So you're here to talk about the wonderful farmer's markets that we have in our area. And we're going to just focus on, there's five total locations. And if you want to know exactly where they are, then we'll put a link on our website. But we're going to focus just mainly on the two largest farmer's markets. So that'll be the Frostburg Farmer's Market, and that happens on Fridays. So it's easy to remember, Frostburg on Fridays, and Cumberland on Thursdays from 9.30 in the morning until 1 p.m. That's right, Lydia. Okay. So how many about how many farmers total for those two markets do you have? Um, we have about 15 vendors in Cumberland. Uh, you'll be able to find um, an organic producer, a certified naturally grown producer, and uh, conventional farmers. Okay. And you'll be able to find value-added products as well. So for people who don't know what value-added products are, what, what, that might, what is that? Um, naturally made soaps and candles and, uh, seamstresses and crafts. Nice. So things that you would not necessarily eat or would be perishable. Mm -hmm. So we have a great coffee place, uh, base camp coffee. We do. We have a locally roasted, um, coffee from base camp. Um, and he sells hot coffee, cold coffee and, um, coffee beans. Nice. So if you need a little pick me up at the market. That's the first stop on your on your list. You can go visit Hayden. Yeah, and he'll take care of you for sure. Um, so um, Frostburg's markets, where are they located? Um, City Place. Okay. It's off of Water Street. Um, Cumberland Market is downtown on the Walking Mall. On the Walking Mall. Great. Um, so I guess 
It's difficult for people that work to get to these farmers markets, which is that one of the major things that you hear as feedback from people? We do. Um, so there will be plenty of opportunities. Uh, this year, we're doing a little more community outreach and working with people to get produce. Okay. Um, so you'll be able to leave comments on Facebook and or message us or um, personally email us at alleghenyfm at gmail.com. Okay. We'll put a link on our website to that so you guys can get to it pretty readily. Perfect. And um, there's also community surveys, uh, mainly focusing on Frostburg and then um, moving towards Cumberland as well okay. to get more feedback. And if we were to move a market on which time you'd be more available to participate. Uh, participate. Nice. So as a for person that I worked at farmers markets, I've worked on farms. And I enjoy going to farmer's markets because I think it's a good way for the community at large to connect with the people who grow the food that you're eating. Um, So if you have never been to a farmer's market before, what would you recommend for a first-time visit to a local farmer's market? Um, Don't be nervous or shy to talk to your farmer. Um, They want to hear from you, and that is just an experience you will not get other than going to a farmer's market. Right. So um, asking them about their produce and um, t- speaking with them and definitely checking out all of your options because different farmers have different produce. They have different methods of growing um, food, and each of them are very happy to answer your question. Yes, the farmers eat all the food that they make, so they definitely know how to prepare it in many different ways. They right. survive off of everything. So, And they seem they, to be doing just fine. So. They're do, yeah, they're doing awesome. So you can get produce at the markets, but there's, and, and soaps and things like that and coffee, but you can also get like meat and eggs and granola. And there's a bunch of things that I don't think people realize that you, that are available at the farmer's market. There are. Um, that We have two vendors that, um, two farms, I should say, rather, that have um, meat available at the market. Um, Savager Farm, who has pasture-raised meats, mm-hmm. and they have um, chickens, lamb, uh, pork, beef, and uh, then Walnut Ridge, who has uh, beef, rabbit, and um, they have uh, cow as well. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, so if you're going, I guess you should bring something to keep a, to keep your items cold and fresh as best as possible, especially if you're going on your lunch hour. Mm -hmm. So maybe a cooler and then, um, reusable bags are always awesome. Yes. Um, canvas tote bags, farmers will have plastic bags, but it is preferred if you're able to bring your own plastic tote. Right, something to keep your produce and meat cold if you are willing to purchase those on your lunch break. Yeah, that'll be great. And then, so do um, you need to bring cash? Is that something? Or are there other ways? Cash is widely accepted every vendor. Um, Some vendors are able to process your debit card as well. Okay. And it's also accepted uh, WIC at the farmer's market. And SNAP benefits are also accepted. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, And I should say, if you don't have cash on you, um, there are conveniently located ATMs within walking distance to both of the markets, the main markets, and then you should be able to purchase all of your produce needs. Yep. Yes. Good. So you, that is the summer markets and it seems to, and I always like this, um, you go the very first few markets, there's not a ton of stuff because it's just not ready yet. But as the summer goes on, there's just so, it just seems like there's just so much more produce and variety and I think that that keeps people coming back just to see what's what's going 
I think so. It's a, a very interesting shift throughout the season because it will start with a, a lot of wild foraged foods. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's ramps and stinging nettles, stuff that you wouldn't like necessarily think to harvest on your own, but right. then a farmer will have it available for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just moves with the season. So in the middle of summer, you look at the farmer's tables and there's just a bounty of food. There. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I just want to eat it all. But right. And I think a lot of people uh, who can or preserve things, they can. that's a really good way to create a relationship with a farmer if you buy their produce and you're thinking like, oh man, this is really delicious. These are really delicious tomatoes. I really like to make tomato-based stuff and I would like to can. You could contact them and they, you could probably buy in bulk from them. Yeah, um, a lot of farmers will, um, you can talk to them if you want a large amount of tomatoes. And usually farmers will have so many tomatoes that they don't really know how to um, sell them all right, sometimes. Right. So if you talk to your farmer and you're buying a lot to can, um, they're usually more willing to work with you on, I don't want to say price negotiation, but just depending on how, how much they have will, mm-hmm. will fluctuate. The price will definitely fluctuate. If you have a really good year for tomatoes, you might be able to get a good, de- a good deal on a large amount. But if it's a really tough year, if you have a blight or something like that, mm-hmm. it's going to go up. The price is going to be a little bit more expensive. That's with anything. Supply and demand, Supply basically. and demand, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, some farms offer CSA programs. Um, so that's community-supported agriculture programs. Um, and so some people will be able to pick up some farm shares. And that's another active way to get involved. Yeah. Um, we have Goodness Grows. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can pick up a CSA from her, and she will have a prepared basket for you. Um, Savage River Farm is actually an interesting um practice for a CSA because most CSAs you uh, just get a basket and they actually do it as a point system so you can go to the market and you can pick out everything that you want that's based on your diet and what you want to cook sure and then they it's written down and it's tracked and it's you're you're not in a basket of sometimes you know you might get a basket and you're not sure what you want to do with something Mm -hmm. or if you're actually going to eat that but you're able to pick everything that's So it's a little bit different. It's more consumer-based than Mm -hmm. what's available. Very much so. That's good. Um, So again, like anything, you can find something that suits exactly what you want. Mm -hmm. Um, So what's your favorite part about the farmer's market season? Uh, The social aspect of it, walking around and talking to all the farmers and um, talking to all the people that come to the market. And then I would have to say the food. Absolutely. (laughs) I just love food. I love eating food. I love cooking food. So it's really nice to always walk around and see that everything is in season and it's fresh. And you get to meet the person that grew your food and you're supporting someone that will eventually become your friend. Your farmer, once you keep going to the farmer's market, they will start to recognize you and they'll start to talk to you and you'll eventually become a part of that that family, essentially. Yeah, I think it's important. A, A lot of people feel disconnected and this is a way to really connect with um what's going on around you whether you see it or not so get out of the office building for 20 or 30 minutes and go touch some produce and figure out what you like and what you don't like absolutely and uh and cook a little bit that'll be nice yeah i think the (laughs) art of cooking is a little bit lost sometimes but it can be for sure can be very much but like uh, we talked about before you know ask ask the people who are growing the food who eat it all the time Mm -hmm. How do they like it? And uh, there's a uh, goodness grows will have recipe cards too oh, nice. on her stand, so you can always pick them up. And uh, we have uh, a lady from um, 
from Snap who sets up and she gives free samples and recipes. Oh, fantastic. And then on our website, we'll post um, recipes as well to help you kind of see what's in season and what are some ideas that you can do with the uh, produce or the poultry or the meat that is in season. That's fantastic. So mm-hmm. don't be discouraged. Like definitely seek out your local your local farmers and support your local farmers because they're the ones that ultimately feed you. We'll briefly touch on this because we're out of winter, hopefully, fingers crossed, although we had a cold snap this week. Um, but you do do winter farmers markets. Um, and there's one every week and it happens Saturdays from 10 to 1. So we have two uh, winter markets. Uh, the downtown Cumberland winter market is the second and fourth Saturday. Um, it was the first one this year, so it was very exciting to be able to get uh, farm fresh produce. Um, and then the uh, Frostburg Market is at uh, Mount City Traditional Arts. And uh, so farmers that are able to uh, to have produce and meat in the winter, um, they'll have high tunnels or they'll mm-hmm. have uh, root storage crops that they're um, able to sell all winter long. Right. So, Which is great. It is great. It's a nice treat to mm-hmm. walk in and see something green. It's very nice, especially in like January and February. Very much. So those, hopefully those will start to take off, especially Cumberland because it was new this year. Um, so uh, where is it located in Cumberland? Um, at 152 Baltimore Street, okay. the Murphy's Building. The old Murphy's Building. Okay, mm-hmm. great. So if you're not familiar with the winter market, just because it's over and summer market's over and you're bummed doesn't mean you can't get fresh produce. It's yeah. still happening. There's still fresh produce in our Good. area. Good. So um, anything that people should not miss? There is a, a new thing coming to downtown Cumberland. Oh, yeah? Uh, Shift will be selling at the farmer's market. What? So you, Yes, yes. That's so, amazing. Yeah, she's hoping to start setting up in June. Okay. Um, so you'll be able to get farm fresh food made for you as well so on your lunch break you can actually come to lunch at the farmer's market that's fantastic like Jess doesn't have enough to do now she's coming downtown I'm grateful for that that's fantastic I'm grateful for that too yeah but yeah she's joining us at the farmer's market that's amazing so you can you'll be able to get get grab a bite to eat for lunch and then just walk and eat and grab something to make for Mm -hmm. the rest of the week or for dinner that night that'll be great her uh, shift and base camp will be set up right next to each other too so you'll be able to walk into the middle of the farmer's market and grab a cup of coffee and grab something to eat that's awesome and if you like you know if you eat something there you can probably she'll tell you where to get the ingredients or what was in it so then you can then purchase it and try to make it yourself that might be a nice incentive absolutely get maybe she'll going. even give us a few of her secret recipes Ooh, maybe 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 you maybe have to bribe her with good coffee right <laughs> <laughs> all right well claire thank you so much for coming and, and if anything else happens or develops at the farmer's markets over any any time period just let us know and come back and talk about it okay awesome thank you so much lydia no problem For more information on what you've heard on today's show, be sure to head over to our website, and that is recordtalklisten.com. You'll have direct links where you can find uh, the website for Allegheny Farmers Markets, as well as their Facebook page and an email in case you have any questions or suggestions they want to hear from you to improve your market experience. While you're on our website, be sure to check out all of our previous episodes, subscribe, and if you're thinking about sponsoring, we highly encourage that behavior. So if you are thinking about doing it, it's really simple and easy. Um, Your ad never expires. 
as long as the podcast is still around and uh, I have hundreds of thousands of downloads. So it's pretty good. It's a pretty good uh, option for your local business. So if you're interested, send us an email. Let's record talklisten at gmail.com. Some other exciting news. The Relish Pod guys have flown the nest, so to speak. They have their own RSS feed. And for those of you who don't know what that means, that means you can subscribe to just their podcast. And they are available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher right now. And an easy way to get those direct links is to head over to their brand new website. And it's relishpod.com. We've done a little bit of updating and sprucing up. So make sure that you check that out. And for those of you who are not familiar, this is a cooking podcast. So it ties in really well with the Farmer's Market podcast. So if you're going out and buying fresh produce and you're wanting to cook and improve your cooking skills, then we want to help you do that. So uh, the guys have really good tips. And if you have questions, make sure to go to their website on the contact page and send them your questions. They hopefully We'll have some answers for you um, on the next show. So stay tuned for that. Speaking of hearing from people, we would love to hear from you, the listeners. Let us know how we're doing. Do we need to improve on something? Uh, Do you want to be on the show? Do you know of somebody who would be good for the show? We are constantly looking for people to interview and uh, get the word out about great things happening in this community. So uh, send us an email record talk listen at gmail.com or get in contact with us on facebook at facebook.com slash record talk listen we are on twitter at rtl pod and like i said an old-fashioned email always gets through so go ahead and do that get in contact with us this has been another episode of record talk listen where i hit record people talk and hopefully you listen until next time thank you so much mm-hmm.